0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18 plus. Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. Uh, I have today, as my guest, my dear, dear friend, Russell Zamba, and he's, he and I are going to talk about a milestone in my life that I achieved today. So Russell is my uh, my cheerleader. He helps me. So let I'll let him tell you what I did.
0: Well, just a couple of hours ago, Cynthia surpassed half a million steps uh, in her lifetime goal to a million steps, which so halfway so we're halfway we're halfway there. Um, and we're talking about vertical steps, like in a staircase. Um, so, Cynthia, congratulations.
1: Thank you. You know, I've, I've worked really hard to get to this point. You know, I when I first decided to do this, I picked an arbitrary number of a million, and here I am at half a million. So I'm halfway towards my goal. And, you know, you... you you know, you're an inspiration to me because you you do steps, you do inclines, you really do a lot of physical self to, to stuff to keep yourself in shape. And I think that's really commendable. And you're an inspiration.
0: Thank you. Well, I do it for fun, and I do it out of necessity since I don't own a car. Um, I like to do it. But I have to do it, too, which is okay. Um, if if you tell yourself, I'm only going to go out and, and hike or walk when it's a nice day and mm-hmm. perfect temperature and no chance of rain, I'm in a great mood, you'll do it every once in a while. But if you have to do it, you do it.
1: Right, right. And, you know, there's been days when I didn't feel like doing it, but... You know, sometimes I only do 14, sometimes I do 28 in a day. Sometimes I do 140, and I live in a high-rise, so 140 is from my floor to, you know, the top of the building. And there's times when uh, you and I have gone down on Swan Street, and there's a staircase of 146, and the most I've done is times. I've done that four times in a row which I think is pretty good.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, we're not kids anymore. And, uh, you know, we, we're not in the, the best physical health, uh, or at the top of our games, but we still do it for the fun and to stay in shape. And and, and it makes you feel good.
1: and, And it's important because a friend of mine, Jason says that by, uh, publicizing that I did this and would give inspiration to a lot of other baby boomers to be more active. And I think he's right. Don't you?
0: Yeah. And the thing I, one thing I like about steps is that uh, you can, you have the opportunity to do it in your building. Right. Go down your street and do the 146. Right. And go over to Troy and do the approach and stairs at RPI. So there are a lot of options. And they're all basically free. Right. Um, and and they're fun. A lot of them are outside, some of them are inside. Um, and we're always looking for new ones to do.
1: And a couple of years ago, Russell and I did the Corning Stair Challenge. And Russell, who's a baby boomer, did it in, it's a hundred and, I mean, sorry, 809 steps. And Russell did it in, well, made it. He even did it, you know, at a better time than people in their forties did it. So I think that's quite commendable.
0: Well, you know, you did it in half an hour. Uh, I think you could, you know, that was without really training too much. And after you, the second time you did it, you came back after a, an operation where you were laid off for two right. months. Right. Right. So I think you could, you know, both. Both of us, I think, could beat our times.
1: But, you know, I I don't look at it as saying I could do it like in 20 minutes or 15 minutes. To me, it's such a high bar that just being able to accomplish and do it, I think is important. You know, I'm not racing the clock. I I just think that doing it, and trying to keep in shape and uh, is the most important thing. What do you think?
0: Well, even a goal, like a million goals, an arbitrary uh, number of, uh, you know, you could say it's reachable. But, you know, any of these things, it's just it's just a little game you play with yourself, a device to get yourself to, to go out and do it.
1: Well, well, you know, I had set my my goal at a million, and this was a few years back, and it's like, you know, I have to say that, you know, it it might not be achievable, but it's something that I strive for every day, and it's like, okay, I've got a half a million to go, and I know this is long-term, so it's not like I said, oh, I'm going to do a thousand um, it it's quite a quite a large number, and it motivates me to keep on going. Well, I know that you feel good after you do it. Right. You get a
0: runner's high, and you feel a sense of achievement. And, you know, everything works a little better when it gets exercised.
1: Right. And I think exercise is so important because I think we li- – Americans – Live more or less stationary lives. They sit in their their um, by the computer. They do their work. But you're lucky enough to be able to move a lot on your job. Well,
0: that's one of the main reasons I took my job uh, because it allowed me to to move. And and I I would hate a job where I had to sit for eight hours a day. Right. That would bug me. <laughs>
1: I did it for a number of years.
0: Yeah, well, sitting is a tough position. Mm -hmm. If you ever had a back problem, you realize how tough it is.
1: Right, right. So achieving half a million steps, you know, as of today, it's like I can't believe I really did it. And I feel a sense of accomplishment. And like my friend Jason said, this might be an inspiration other baby boomers to get out there and move. It's a question of moving, I think.
0: Well, you've got to do something that you like. Right. If you don't like it, you're not going to do it. So, you know, whether it's steps or bicycling or canoeing or kayaking, running, whatever it is, you know, sport. doing it, uh, you've got to want to do it and, you you know, Sometimes you got to make yourself do it, mm-hmm. and you, you, and after you do, you feel better. But you've got to really kind of enjoy doing it and want to do it, and there has to be that reward, the enjoyment there. It, I know that lately you've been uh, not doing the steps as much, which adds your total, but you've been doing inclines, which they don't count toward your steps, even though you're doing right, you know, you're doing vertical, right. Um, so, but you you seem to get a charge out of doing the incline.
1: Because inclines are really difficult. And the the incentive for me to do that is, you know, one time you and I were in Troy and we were going up to your place and we, we passed like RPI and uh, we talked about a dear late friend, Regin Adams, and how she would take the bus from Albany to Troy and then um,
0: walk up College Avenue to WRPI, which is Good Hill, one of the steepest streets in, in the Capital District.
1: And she did that well into her 80s. Yeah. So I thought, well, there's really no excuse for me.
0: I think she was in her mid-80s when she stopped doing it. And
1: that's, you know how many years she did that?
0: Uh, 10 anyway, 20, Maybe 10, 15, 20. I'm not sure exactly, wow. but she did a lot. And for a while, she was coming in a few times a week, several times a week. So she was doing it, you know, many times a week. Mm-hmm.
1: And so now, in addition to my stairs, which I can do in my building, you know, if, if there's a snowstorm, it's raining, and I feel like exercising. I put my sneakers on. I climb my stairs. I don't run the stairs. And, and what I feel and like... you don't
0: go down either. Go no, down. I,
1: I don't go down because, you know, that's hard on the knees. But what really, what, what I'm really proud of is the fact that for years I was a smoker. And, you know, it's not as easy for me as it is for Russell because Russell never smoked cigarettes. So, you know, he could go, he could climb to the top without getting out of breath where I still have trouble, you know, catching my breath. And, you know, I think that's really commendable.
0: Well, I've always had, you know, I've been active pretty much my whole life. I was a jock when I was a kid and still kind of a jock now. But I have had I was a letter carrier for 15 years. I've been working at the co-op for 20 years, and those jobs require, you know, doing miles of walking a day, uh, many steps, inclines, mm-hmm. uh, every day, day in day out. You do it. You have to do it. And I haven't had a car for 10 years, so, you know, I, I drive your car and I drive a little bit. I take buses. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, I don't walk everywhere or run everywhere, but I do quite a bit. You mm-hmm. know, without a car, you gotta in order to connect. Um, so I've had that advantage that you didn't have. I mean, you had a sedentary job, you had a car, right? Had a smoker, right? Uh, you weren't really, you know, weren't involved in sports, sports too much. This is your sport, right? Oh, yeah. So, so I, mean, I had that advantage, which, you know, I, I just try to try to keep going. Uh, and you found it, you know, relatively recently in the past several years, right? Hey, how, how did you get started doing?
1: I just decided one day I was going to start climbing stairs and I did it. And, you know, this, I remember the first month I had set a goal of 10,000 steps. 10,000 is a lot. Yeah, it's
0: not really a reasonable goal.
1: So maybe now I do like half half that, maybe like 5,000, maybe 4,000. But I average about um I save 45, forty five 45, forty, forty five, fifty thousand a year and that's quite a bit. And that's comparable to what would you say? Well
0: we were telling what how how high how high vertically uh half a million steps is and we figured it that, you know, the average step is maybe six or seven inches. Some of them you do are the ones over at the plaza, are only four inches. Mm-hmm. Some are when you go to somebody's house, it might be nine inches. We figured an average of maybe seven inches mm-hmm. uh, for we your half a million, which is about uh, which is about three hundred thousand feet. Uh, and three hundred thousand feet is about uh, fifty-five miles. You did about fifty-five miles straight up so far to go, in and you're doing your stairs.
1: No, 50, you know, I I did it over a span of a couple of years. Miles. Miles, I'm sorry.
0: Miles, straight up.
1: Is, is something, I think. And
0: this is a lifetime goal. You didn't just, you started doing this about five years ago, but you counted in, you you estimated some of the, right because it's a lifetime goal. Right. You, did, you know, you lived in a house that had a certain number of steps. Right. You did that a certain number of times a day or a week, and visited a friend who I lived uh, in a place that had steps up mm-hmm. you didn't count every step,
1: but you I know, estimated, you estimated
0: the ones that you thought you did. So you've been averaging maybe 45 or 50,000 a year, right. 40, 45, 50 uh, for the last five years, which is only 200,000. Right. So you haven't done half a million in the last five years. You've done right. it in your whole life, you've but been, you've been focusing and counting them these last five years. And you kind of averaged in what you call a conservative number for the rest.
1: You know, every time I look back, I worked at the Labor Department, Building 12 on the state campus in Albany, and there were steps, and I worked on the uh, second floor and then the third floor, and I never did steps. If I had done even two flights a day to my office, I would
0: have really been close to a million at this point. Well, I, I haven't had many places that had elevators that I usually would avoid taking an elevator. But I like doing the stairs. Uh, and, you know, I'm a mountain climber, so I, I like that. And when I went to the university, the towers, there were 22 floors. We would run up and down them a couple of times. Uh, four, steps out of, four steps out of jump. You know, that was back when... I had more spring in my knees, but it, you know, it's fun. I've, I've always enjoyed doing it. And that's one reason I encourage you because when you go, when I take you to go do it, I do it too.
1: Right. And, you know, the thing that I look back and, you know, in hindsight, you have a clear vision of, you know, the past. And I spent so many years just puffing on cigarettes. I wasted money and I, even even though I haven't picked up a cigarette in many years, I still feel the effects of not being able to climb the stairs like you can. You know, because they say, well, after a certain number of years, your lungs are clear. I I I I think I have caused so much damage to my lungs that I'd never be able to walk upstairs like you do without getting out of breath.
0: Well, you know, we live in a a polluted world too. So it's, you know, even we live in a city. In cities, you got to breathe in the auto exhaust and all the other emissions. So there are other health, um, you know, health risks and health causes other than smoking. Mm -hmm. But that's a tough one. Yeah. You know, and I've done
1: some steps with our friend. Lynn Jackson, she likes steps, and you know it's really terrific. And and what's good about it is I don't have to pay a a uh, gym fee. I get to walk out my door and climb steps. and
0: You can do it any time of the day or night, any right. weather. Uh, it doesn't cost a penny. Right. You don't need any special equipment other than maybe a pair of sneakers.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, you know. It it, it's a challenge, but it's a challenge that I think more people should take advantage of, whether they work in a building that has steps or to live in a high-rise. So there's built-in steps to me there.
0: My friend Bob Lynn, he drives, but he brings his bike with him, and he parks. Three or four miles away from where he's going, so he gets to ride the bike in. Right,
1: right. Right,
0: right. He finds a nice parking spot in the shade and he rides his bike in. Got a good old bike ride each way.
1: Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's opened the door to, you know, physical fitness, you know, taking care of my body, taking care of making sure I get. Prep or exercise, I think that's important. I don't think many people are mindful of that, would you say?
0: Well, you know, we don't have a lot of time for uh, for exercise. We don't sleep enough. You know, we eat too much. We don't sleep enough. We work too much. We don't have enough fun. Uh, so, you know, instead of getting a gym membership and and having a car, uh, you know, I did away with the car, and now I gotta I gotta walk, I gotta run, I gotta carry a backpack. but I don't need to get a gym membership. Yeah, it takes longer, but I don't have to work as long to support the car. So, you know, it's it's at first when I started walking, and I thought, oh, this is gonna be horrible. I'm gonna go to work tired. I'm not gonna feel like working. You know, what if it's raining or cold or hot? Well, you you, you work through all those things mm-hmm. and. You know, I feel better w- when I get to work. Uh, instead of driving and being aggravated and, you know, being hurried and rushed, yeah, I run and I rush against the bus, but, you know, I experience a runner's high, and that's really pleasant. So usually I'm in a better mood the walking or running than I was driving.
1: For everybody that that's listening to this and who, who, who maybe not necessarily – in Albany, but anybody, they can contact me through Facebook. I'm Cynthia Pooler, And maybe we could start a little club where people do stairs. What do you think?
0: Well, when we go over to Troy, over to the approach, there are always people on it doing it. They do it for fun. They do it for exercise. They're doing all kinds of workouts, push-ups, battle ropes. Right. You name it, they're they're out there doing it. When we do it in Albany, yeah, once in a while people do them. Uh, We got a few people doing them for exercise, but mostly people do it because they got to do it. Right. And it's funny, when I started running, I started running to catch the bus. Right. But then I realized, hey, that's fun. So I continued running, although the original motivation was just to catch the bus. Mm
1: -hmm. So, you know, we do it in Troy and
0: we do it in Albany. Or wherever we can find stairs. Right. And
1: the attitude between. Troy and Albany, because the people in Troy, they're doing it because they enjoy it. They enjoy the, the physical fitness. They enjoy, you know, just out there climbing steps. But the few people that we've encountered in in Albany uh, off of Sheridan Avenue, nine times out of ten, the people think it's a chore. Theres a difference in attitude right
0: when you do it for fun, you try to do more when you when you think of it as a chore, you try to do less
1: right right so I'm halfway to my goal
0: way to a million, and not you know at fifty thousand a year or even forty thousand a year, ten or twelve more years mm-hmm. and you you're going to have your half a million you're going to have your million the extra half a million you need to get a million right.
1: You know, I, I never thought I, I'd reach reach half a million. And today was the day that I did it. And I feel such a sense of accomplishment.
0: Well, you know, you were pushing hard the first couple of years. And you went over 50,000 one year. But then the next year you had, you're injured. And you, the trick, I think, is remaining healthy, fit, but healthy. So you
1: can keep doing it, right? Now, what's your slogan? Train not strain, right? (laughs) And that's a that's a good um, slogan. You know, push yourself to point where you're going to be injured, but just you know, do it and feel a sense of accomplishment.
0: Sometimes, if I don't feel into it, I, I Maybe I won't do it, but or maybe I'll do it slow, or maybe I'll do it just like once or twice or something. Whatever I feel. Usually, the first time is the hardest time. You know, after you do it once or you, it, usually with working, the hardest times are at the beginning when you're not quite stretched or limber or into into it yet, when you haven't gotten in the groove, or at the end if you're very tired.
1: Mm-hmm. So. You know, Russell, you you're a good observer of people. Um, the people that you see at the co-op and in Troy and just in the capital district. If you want to make a guess, how many people really work at staying fit?
0: Well, certain segments of the population do it more. I think the people at the co-op are more likely to be fit because they place many place a higher value on being fit. Uh, younger people often, you know, they're used to being fit, so they try to stay fit. Uh, sometimes people who are retired, like, like you, mm-hmm. uh, decide, well, now it's time. Now I've got the time. I'm going to do it. Right. So people have different motivations. The, the problem is that you've got to do something you like, and you've got to do something that's affordable, that you don't have to drive for two hours or pay right. a lot of money. Uh, and you don't need a lot of special equipment. You can, if you just want to do it for five or ten or half an hour, you can do it. Uh, and you can do it day after day, and, and enjoy it, and have fun, and do it with some friends. Yeah. So I, I think that maybe the total percentage—it's—it's it's not a high percentage. Ten, fifteen, twenty people, maybe. It's hard to say, but you know we live very private separated lives where we don't do a lot of physical labor and the opportunities for exercise aren't apparent. So you've got to kind of look for them and figure out how you can build it into your life where you don't have to drive to do it and you don't have to pay to do it and, and it's fun. Something that you like doing that, uh, that is easy enough for you to be able to do.
1: One of the things that, that I find so inspiring is the fact that you've done these 46 peaks in the Adirondack, yeah, and you know a lot of people haven't done that and you know climb a mountain 46 of them and do it more than once. that's really commendable
0: I do it because I like it you know when you when you got a goal yeah, you 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 play a little game where yourself where you make yourself do it because you you know you've got 30, 30 of them. You've only got 16 more to go or something. It's a, it's a motivation, you know, to try to complete that. But it's just a little device to to get yourself to go out and do it. And and I had a lot of fun doing. it. I'm, I climb them more than once because it's it's enjoyable. I do it with my friends. Uh, it's just a a, a good time.
1: So I would think that you've done over a million stairs in your lifetime, haven't you?
0: Yeah, probably. I figure that um, on an average year, I'd probably do about 100,000 because I live on Mount Ida, it's 300 feet up, and that's about 400 steps, and I do that 200 times a year and, you know, do a bunch of other stuff. So I think I probably hit 100,000. I used to have goals of miles. I used to do, try to do... 20 miles a week, so I do 1,000 miles a year, but I don't even have that goal anymore. I'm not doing 20. I do 10 or 15, whatever it is. Sometimes I do 20.
1: Uh, A while back I saw a commercial that said um, this woman climbed 57,000 steps, and 57,000 steps is equivalent to Mount Everest. So that was my goal for the year. If I could climb uh, 50,000 steps and every year I could climb Mount Everest.
0: Well, I do that with Mount Ida. I live on Mount Ida. It's 300 feet up. Mount Everest is about 30,000, just under 30,000 feet. So if I do Mount Ida 100 times, like each time I do Mount Ida, it's 1% of Mount Everest. So if I do it 100 times, I do the equivalent. Now, it's not in rarefied air. I don't need... An oxygen tank. And it's not on ice, and it's not straight up, but it, you know, it has some compare. It's comparable in some ways.
1: So, Russell, this is really an enjoyable conversation, and you know, with uh, the program's over. So, thank you so much for being my coach, and and uh, being there to encourage me all the time, and everybody out there listening.
0: And if you want to hook up with Cynthia and I and do some, give us a call or email or something.
1: Yes, thank you. This is Sophie, something you've been listening to, Cynthia Poohler and Russell The Ember. And if you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you.